Hi, this is Jason Swank, horse jockey, astronaut, and maybe digital entrepreneur, and you're listening to the Act Local Marketing for Small Business. Act Local, Local Marketing for Small Business, Episode 129. And there's no stopping us right now. I feel so close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, Marketing for Small Business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before, or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Whether you need help with online media, social media, video, or mobile marketing, Act Local will guide you into the 21st century with easy tips, tricks, and techniques that get your local business seen and heard. Each week, Kaylin features a new tip you can use today, as well as a range of guest experts who are passionate about helping local business owners thrive. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Welcome to Act Local Marketing for Small Business. This is episode 129. I'm the boomer gal, Kaylin Amadio. Every week here at Act Local Marketing, I share my strategy, today's takeaway, where I'll give you at least one action item that you can take with you now, implement it, and it will help you grow your business. And I always invite a special guest expert to help you with some aspect of the growth of your business. And today's guest is a brand strategist with excellent actionable advice for making your business memorable. So stay tuned. I want to quote an article for you that I found at entrepreneur.com, which if you've never checked it out, is a great website for business people. So this article, I want to quote it because it says what I want to say perfectly. So why reinvent the wheel? The article is titled The Basics of Branding, and it was written by John Williams. And here's the part I want you to hear. Branding is one of the most important aspects of any business, large or small, retail or B2B. An effective brand strategy gives you a major edge in increasingly competitive markets. But what exactly does branding mean? How does it affect a small business like yours? Simply put, your brand is your promise to your customer. It tells them what they can expect from your products and services, and it differentiates your offering from your competitors. Your brand is derived from who you are, who you want to be, and who people perceive you to be. Let's get to today's takeaway. I promised every week an action item that you can take with you now that'll help you grow your business. So here it is. My guest today is going to deal with this topic, but I like this entrepreneur article. Within the article is a section called Defining Your Brand. And the author states you have to answer these four questions in order to define your brand. So here's the four questions. Number one, what is your company's, and I add, or your mission. Number two, what are the benefits and features of your products or services? Number three, what do your customers and prospects already think of your company? And number four, what qualities do you want them to associate with your company? 
Now that first one, what is your mission, is what I often refer to as your big why. Why are you in business? Why does your business exist in the most fundamental sense? If you can begin to articulate your mission or your big why the business exists in the first place, that resonates a great deal with people. That second point, the features and benefits, don't confuse these two. Features are the physical things your product or your service does for people. Benefits answers the question, what's in it for me? So the pharmacy that touts we're open 24 hours, that being open 24 hours is a feature. You may think the benefit is your customer can make the purchases they need anytime they want. It's about convenience for them. But really, that's just an elaboration of the feature of being open 24 hours a day. Take it one step further. What's in it for me? And the true benefit is when your customer needs medicine for their sick child at 2 a.m., they have peace of mind knowing that they can get to your store and buy that medicine and that it will help relieve their child's pain and suffering. To learn what customers think of your company, you could consider doing a survey and be willing to take constructive criticism. That's a really important part. When you do a survey of what your customers think about your business, you really have to be able to take constructive criticism. That's what it's for. And that last part, number four, what qualities do you want people to associate with your company? It's really important to define your mission. That'll help you define what qualities you want your business to have. It's almost as if you turn your company into a, a person and that person has qualities and that that starts to become the voice and the actions and the, the sieve, you know, that you sift through everything that you do so that people get a real sense in your brand of why your business exists and what kind of qualities they can expect from your business. It becomes part of the, the humanity of your business. So you've got some work to do before you can put a branding strategy together, but you can always drop me a line to ask at actlocalmarketing.com and I'll point you in the right direction, get you some resources that'll help you develop your brand strategy. And that is today's takeaway. So please connect with me, find me on any of the social media platforms and, and follow me so that I can meet you. I would love to get to know you better. And please tell your social media followers about Act Local Marketing at actlocalmarketing.com. You can always subscribe to the podcast if you like over on iTunes and leave a review. Those reviews are very helpful to me. It's time for a short break, but when we get back, my guest today, Sandra Beck, is here. And she is stepping to the front of the room. So stay tuned. I feel so close to you right now. Tax Local is the place where busy entrepreneurs like you gain more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives them the power to bring their business to the next level. Kaylin returns after a short break with more strategies and techniques to develop your inner warrior. We'll be right back. Hey. 
Hey, Ag Local fans, this is Kaylin Amadio, and I have an exciting announcement. Today, October 7th, 2014, I'm launching a new podcast to celebrate the realization of a dream. You've heard me speak often on Act Local about the book I've been writing. Well, that book is becoming a reality. I have a contract to publish The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media. Soon, baby boomers everywhere will have all my strategies and guidelines in one swell book that'll help them build a map to social media success. To help promote The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media and subsequent books in this series, I've put together The Boomer's Ultimate Guide podcast, where boomers like me and like you can come together to learn, share, and grow a thriving business and a vibrant life. This podcast is 30 minutes in length and comes in both audio and video formats. I interview guest experts on business, finance, health, wellness, longevity, food, sex, dating, and more. You don't want to miss this next chapter in my life because I'm going to help you live yours more fully. Check out Boomer's Ultimate Guide Podcast. So close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before, or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Welcome back. This is Kaylin Amadio, and you are listening to Act Local, marketing for small business. As promised, I have another guest for you today. I want to introduce you to Sandra Beck. And I want you to remember this word, empowerment, because it is the common thread through all of Sandra's work. Whether she is coaching a company owner to a million-dollar commission goal, training a stay-at-home mom to perform SEO on websites, or speaking to a group of women who are in domestic abuse recovery, her message is about what is possible and how to create the circumstances of your choosing. In a time when technology has the ability to transcend physical limitations, Sandra teaches all of her clients how to maximize their lives by using the power of the internet, coupled with the drive of their passions to create a lifestyle of their dreams. Her goal is to give all women the opportunity to reach their fullest potential with respect to the many different roles we ladies have in the world. Sandra is the president of Motherhood Incorporated. As an author, coach, speaker, radio host, entrepreneur, and philanthropist, Sandra is as successful as she is busy. The single mother of two young boys, she has created a virtual empire of successful companies, entirely staffed, managed, and implemented using a full cadre of virtual assistants and online resources. So, Sandra, thank you for making time in your busy day for Act Local Marketing. How are you? Fine, thank you. It's my pleasure. You had time for us. Now, when I meet someone for the first time on the podcast, listeners know that I like to collect their entrepreneurial journey. And I always say in a nutshell, which is hard to do, how do you cram your life into a nutshell? But if you would... Indulge us 
and tell us how you've come to be the entrepreneur you are. How did you come to be doing what you're doing? Sure. It's a very simple story. I turned 35. I had two small children and uh, my husband left me and I filed for divorce and I looked around and I thought, how am I going to do a two hour commute, you know, each way with a toddler and a three month old. And uh, so I went back home to my office. I had a good cry. And then I called a bunch of girlfriends and they're like, you know, we can help you because they were old programmers. They were old executives at CBS that had left the traditional workforce to um, raise their children, but they still had skill sets. And they offered this help to me. And I thought, you know what? Companies are tired of outsourcing. They're tired of going overseas where there's not a command of the language or command of the culture. Or, you know, at that time there was issues with internet transmissions, you know, when they were doing the voiceover internet protocol network. And I thought, what if we home sourced? What if we took a lot of this technological work, a lot of this uh, work that can be done, you know, with just a computer and a laptop, and we home sourced it? We bought it back to uh, the United States with skilled women who were staying home with either elder care issues, child care issues. And in my case, I had elder care and child care issues because my mom was dying of breast cancer. Mm. I had these two little kids and I had to figure out how to make a living because I didn't have any other income other than what I could generate. And I thought, you know what? Women are used to getting together where I'm from. They quilt. (laughs) So I thought, (laughs) well, what if instead of getting together to quilt, we get together and build websites and we do SEO and we do all these things that we did in the workforce before. So I brought everybody together and it created this wonderful support network of women and we all could do what we could do. We could work two hours a week or 10 hours a week or you wanted full time. And I became the gatekeeper and it allowed me to have my kids in my office and I named my company motherhood incorporated. So nobody would give me a hard time with screaming kids in the background. (laughs) Very clever. And gosh, times have changed so much. You know, there, there was a time and it wasn't all that long ago that when women worked from home, you know, had a home-based business, people didn't take that very seriously. You know, that was, that was a hobby. That wasn't really a business. And boy, have times changed, right? So many people have businesses that they're running out of their homes and sometimes very significant businesses, you know, monetarily that they're running out of their homes. I have a family member who has followed my model and she said something really funny the other day when we were all together with this group of, of very powerful men. And when she said, Oh, uh, she works from home. They're like, Oh, like, isn't that cute? And the guy's like, Oh, don't you get to go to work in pajamas? And she goes, yeah, she goes as a missile defense programmer for the United States air force. She goes, I get to shoot down planes in my pajamas. (laughs) I bet that stopped everybody (laughs) right there on a dime. Yeah, it's true. I love that. That is terrific. So clearly you you deal in the world of digital marketing, right? And uh, the internet, and you know a lot about this stuff. You've you've worked with a lot of Fortune 500 companies, right? Over the years yes. doing various things. So explain for people a lot of people this this show is particularly targeted towards local businesses and a lot of Main Street USA and actually uh, older business owners, you know, business owners who are over 50 who find themselves still a little confounded by the whole internet and online world. And they may not in the past have thought in terms of a brand 
or having a strategy. Some people uh, think that, you know, your logo is your brand. So school us a little bit. You know, what is an Internet brand strategist? What, talk to us in, I know it's broader terms than what a lot of people think. Sure, sure. Well, when people go on the web or they put their company on the web for the first time, they think that it's just an online brochure. And that it can be. You know, you can put your products and services, your prices and, and what you do on there. Um, but people look for more today on that. And it's a lot different than a brick and mortar advertising and marketing program because when you're brick and mortar, meaning people come into your establishment, they look you in the eye, they talk to you. You can use the tone of your voice, you can use your word choice, you can use your environment, you can use all these things to put the consumer at ease in order to choose you. You like I'll use an example of a dentist. You go into the dentist's office, you look around, is it clean? What do the people look like? Is the receptionist friendly? All these value judgments you make before you sit down and open your mouth. Well, when you take that business, and I do work for uh, a dentist in New York City, a cosmetic dentist, when you put that business on the web, you need a different sort of execution. Now, the principles are still very much the same. You have to put the consumer at ease. You have to educate the consumer. You have to show the consumer your uh, benefits and, and your unique selling proposition, if you will, why somebody should choose you over everybody else. One of the major differences between those two things, Kaylin, is that time is so, so different. When you walk into a store and you start to browse, you're browsing at your own pace. When you browse on the Internet, and you know this from your own Internet use, you type something into Google, you give everything a one-second look over, and then you flip onto a website, and you may give that site two or three seconds before you cruise on to the next one. And it's only when a specific set of conditions comes up to the user that you stay. So we have to execute the same principles, but a little bit differently online. And that's where branding comes in. I like to think of when my, my clients have a hard time grasping the concept of the full concept of branding. I think of if your business was a person, what would their personality be like? What would they look like? What would they sound like? What would they tell their client that they were trying to bring into their business? That's a whole lot different than, uh, you know, putting just up an online brochure and saying, choose me or not. Exactly. You know, the, doing your own logo or um, paying someone at Fiverr to do your logo or even going full throttle, you know, and hiring a graphic designer to do your logo, that's still not your brand. It's so it's so much bigger than that and encompasses so many more things. So that's terrific. Now, let me ask you this question. Do you, th do you think that businesses should be creating their brand or, you know, discovering their brand? I think that depends on how long you've been in business, and I think it depends on what you do. Um, we do investigations with certain companies that are struggling with their brand issue. And the way we handle this, Kaylin, is that we get a hold of some of their regular past clients and we talk to them. 
and we ask them their perceptions. What do they see? What do they think about? What words come to mind when they think of, you know, Dr. Soren? What, why did they choose him? There's a lot of information just sitting there on the table like dollar bills, and all you have to do is pick them up. Now, if you're a new company or a newer company or you're changing focus, then we need to marry more the creation process with the discovery process. And the creation process, I usually say, let's get to a starting brand point first, because to me, branding is like a buffet. If I take you to Vegas and you look at a buffet full of food, you can very clearly identify to me what you won't eat. But a lot of times you can't tell me what you're hungry for. So I push my clients very quickly to go, all right, let's pick a color scheme. Let's do orange, green, and white. Orange, green, and white. Okay, well, then let's try red, green, and blue. Oh, you know, I'm not really a red person. Well, now we're down to green and blue. So we got, you know, to the color thing. Let's look at some logos. Let's let's hire somebody for 50 bucks online and have them come back with five different logos. And we do this quickly and we do this cheaply because people are more comfortable saying no to what they don't like than identifying what they do like. So when we push the client to make a decision quickly, we can get to the no's faster. We can get them to go no, 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 no to get to the yes. Or we can spend a whole lot of time thinking and wondering about what's going to be the yes as opposed to disqualifying the things that we know won't work. That's really clever. I've actually never heard anyone uh, talk about it in those terms, but you're absolutely right. It's uh, I had a tutor come in recently for my youngest son, and he, he has some very interesting test-taking strategies, right, for, for multiple-choice tests. And he approaches it the same way. You know, start out by picking the answer you know is not the right answer. You know, if you, if you have no clue what the actual answer is to the question, it's much easier to identify what you know is not right than it is to then um, have to choose the, the right answer. And it, you're doing kind of the same thing. It's so much easier to say, no, 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 no. You're absolutely right. But it's sometimes really hard to identify, uh, you know, what matters to you. Well, because what you're talking about is unlimited possibilities. I use the same test-taking strategy, which is interesting you say that, because when I was little, I'd take these multiple-choice tests. You know, and I have dyslexia. I have some some learning issues. Even though I went to a high-powered university, my brother is fully dyslexic. He has short-term memory problems. He's got all these learning issues. Well, he's a NASA rocket scientist. So, you know, I want to share with everybody that we all do things differently. And what works for you, Kaylin, might not work for me and your son. And it's about embracing, when we talk about empowerment, it's about embracing our differences because we're all good at different things, but it's our feeling bad about ourselves that think we're not worthy. So tell your son he's going to be a great computer guy someday because (laughs) working on computers and working on technologies, Kaylin, is all about this unlimited possibility. You've got 300,000 lines of code to read through today to find the one error. Well, you can't sit down and do that. So what you do is you rule out the possibility. And that's really what we're talking about. We rule out the possibilities that we know won't work. Yeah. Yes. That makes it seem so much more doable. So, so let's say that you've got someone to a point where they, they feel that they've created or discovered, you know, identified some of their brand elements and and it's starting to come together. Now, how are we going to out in the bigger, broader world? And I, I always call the internet, you know, this virtual infinite 
space because that's what it is. How are we going to get other people to start identifying our brand? Oh, well, there's a couple different ways. Um, you know, the internet is funny thing because everybody thinks it's so big, but it's really not. And I'm going to, I'm going to give you an alternative perspective on it. Okay. The internet is just like a giant library. Imagine like New York library or even your local library. You've got books in there that have titles on them and they're put in categories and they're put in order of the author and they might be in mystery or they might be in self-help or they might be in automotive. Okay. The internet's the same thing. It's a giant library of information. Only it happens to be videos, audio, sound files, articles, books, you know, all these different things, but they're essentially the same thing. They're just a, it's just a bunch of electronic files. So when people think about where do they position themselves, if they are a local entrepreneur, they're going to choose, instead of mystery, drama, or romance, they're going to choose Dubuque, Iowa, or Buffalo, New York, or they're going to use those just like a category to sort themselves. So the internet all of a sudden doesn't become this large, giant, overwhelming place it becomes a library where you have to figure out what shelf you're on, in what location, in what area of the library. If you do that very, very simple process, your consumers will find you. I just took, you know, these $300,000 a year SEO jockeys and, and, and boiled them down to their basic essence. And so I don't want people to feel overwhelmed because you're putting something together and together we figure out what shelf to put it on. Analogy. I often use um, the the book and catalog uh, card analogy to explain to people kind of what Google does. You know how they they not only keep track of every book in the library, but every page in every book. Yeah. They know what all that stuff is. And um, no, but I like that. I I like especially for local businesses if they because so many of them they go online and they say. You know, I'm a mortgage broker. How am I going to compete with all the banks and all the other mortgage brokers, you know, all over the country? And the reality is they're not. They just want to compete in their local market. So if they immediately narrow it down to the shelf, you know, La Jolla shelf, then suddenly it makes it much easier to get found. I like I like that. I'm going to I'm going to steal that from you a little bit when I use my catalog card analogy. Oh, good. Well, and I'm going right? to give you a, another one because I'm going to tell you, you're not going to, I don't ask my clients to compete, you know, and it's funny because I work with the big boys, you know, I work with these big companies, you know, Cobal Banker, Remax, Beverly Hills, Wells Fargo. Right. And I also work with independent real estate agents and mortgage brokers and, and title companies and, and escrow companies for those states that have escrow. And I always tell them the same thing. You're not in the business on the internet to compete with the banks because people are going to the banks for a different reason than they are coming to you. You need to know what you offer. You need to know what your strengths are. In your mortgage broker analogy, I would say don't worry about Wells Fargo. Don't try to be Wells Fargo. People are going to Wells Fargo because they want an array of of things to look at similar to a buffet. We're going to go back to the buffet thing, right? You know, they've got this big buffet of things and they're offering everything to everybody. And most of the time people get lost and they wander around the site and they really don't do anything. Um, and that's my perception of working on these giant sites. Now a mortgage broker or a real estate agent or contractor is going to have a different internet brand strategy. 
he is going to establish himself as the local expert who can answer your questions, who can pick up the phone and talk to you without a 20-minute wait. He doesn't have a 1-800 number. He's also the guy that sponsors your local little league and goes to your church or temple. That's an entirely different animal than a big bank site. You know, when people are shopping for just rates if they just want the lowest rate if they don't care about customer service they don't have any questions and it's just a dollars and cents they're going to cruise the web and choose on those criteria well that's not the people that these contractors or brokers are going to want to work with they want to work with the people who want to work with them so you position yourself your internet brand strategy is to position your best self, you know, to use the Oprah term, we're going to put your best self or your best company self up on the internet for the consumer who wants to work with you. Because those are different animals. Getting a, getting the best price and wanting to work with somebody are two completely different mindsets. Right, right. And that's, uh, I like the way you stated it. That's something that uh, the listenership of this podcast should keep in mind that uh, you're absolutely not competing with these big companies, but you are the go-to person in your area for whatever product or service that you provide for people. It's really no, no different than uh, the old days when everything was in person. You talked about you know walking into the store and someone browses and you have the chance to get in front of them, look them in the eye, start to create a relationship. It's really, what happens on the internet is really no different than that. Right, it's just executed differently. Right, right. Uh, listen, I would like to take a quick break. Can you hold on? Because I have another question for you. Sure. Perfect. You're listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business with my guest today, Sandra Beck. We will be right back after this message. Tax Local is the place where busy entrepreneurs like you gain more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives them the power to bring their business to the next level. Kaylin returns after a short break with more strategies and techniques to develop your inner warrior. We'll be right back. Once there was a smart baby boomer that loved her business. She knew that to grow it, she would need marketing. So she went for a search on the internet and came across all sorts of social media. She went on all the sites and opened accounts, but after starting profiles on all of them, she began to feel overwhelmed. To do all the marketing experts told her to do was just too big a task. She needed a change. Because she was a smart entrepreneur, she chose two of the popular social media sites to market her business. But after months and months, it didn't seem to make any difference. And she saw other savvy business owners using different sites here and blogging over there. When suddenly, she noticed more clever baby boomers going to iKalen.com and leaving so happy, she just had to see for herself. iKalen.com helped her make a marketing plan to grow her business that wasn't too big and wasn't too little. It was just right. So close to you right now. 
Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before, or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Hey now. It's Kaylin Amadio, and you are listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business with my guest today, author, coach, speaker, radio host, entrepreneur, and philanthropist, Sandra Beck. And we're talking all about uh, brand strategy for you and, you know, your offline brand strategy as well as your online strategies. And we've been talking more and more about, about the online because I told Sandra that many of you uh, still have trouble sort of merging that whole online piece of your marketing for your business with the offline piece that you've you've been accustomed to all these years. So Sandra, we were we were beginning to talk about uh, website a little bit, you know and and who who you're really competing with. So that mortgage broker is not competing with you know Chase and Wells Fargo and and the big powerhouses. When someone goes online looking for information about getting mortgages, so this mortgage broker, let's say they have their own website, he or she has their own website. Um, how should they be using that website? How should its presence be felt? And what's what's so critical about it in terms of marketing their business? Well, in in let's use the mortgage broker analogy. Okay, why do people choose a mortgage broker? Well, you know they're they're purchasing a property. It's probably the biggest transaction they'll ever do in their lifetime. One of the biggest transactions right. we ever make. So we know that we've got a fair level of nervousness. So our uh, our site needs to calm them down. They might be unsure about what they're doing. They might be not knowledgeable. It might be their first purchase. It could be their 10th purchase. But because we're talking about big dollar values here, people want to make sure you're the expert. So I would choose color schemes and a logo that shows establishment, shows trust, shows longevity, shows uh, calmness, you know, colors that calm people down. And then I would have the uh, mortgage broker, if he's friendly looking and friendly sounding, um, you know, do a video that talks about, you know, why you should choose him or what you're looking for. And then also you need to identify what your strengths are. Like if you look at a big bank site, you don't really see their strength. Their strength is a lot of knowledge. Their strength is a lot of content. Their strengths are a lot of calculators and bells and whistles. Well, you can make a lot of money if you are the mortgage broker who handles people who have a bankruptcy in their background. They might have lost a, a home in this, you know, latest, you know, housing bust. These are real life considerations people have. So if a mortgage broker sits down in front of the his iPhone to shoot a little video and he talks about, you know, if you're recently widowed and you don't know, you know, what to do with, you know, moving your family or moving your kids or maybe you've lost your home a couple 
couple years ago and you're wondering if now is the time to buy. Well, you can talk to me because I'm your neighbor. I'm your friend. I will keep your stuff in confidence. Um, I've had X amount of years experience in this and I know how to work with the different banks and I can help you get the best program for you. Now, if you notice, all of that stuff, Kaylin, was about the consumer. There wasn't right. a whole lot about the broker himself because one of the things I've built my company on is the statement, hey, what's in it for me? When you go to search on the internet, you are looking for something. You are not looking to find out how great Kalen is. You're not looking at how great the mortgage broker is. You have a question, you need an answer. You have a need, you need something to fill that desire, want, or whatever. So if we get right to the point from a different salesmanship standpoint and give the consumer what they need, guess what they engage? Exactly. Plus, those are the kinds of questions that the, the big bank will never tackle. Not that they couldn't handle them, but they're, they're never going to approach the public with those very specific uh, you know, issues that need to be solved. Right. Personal issues that yeah. make me want to work with you. Because right. at the end of the day, we make a choice because we feel it's the right choice for us. So we have to give the client or the consumer what they're looking for. Right. So I hope out there you're, you're thinking about your website and the kind of content that you're presenting on your website and whether or not you're trying to uh, emulate uh, some bigger company with a, with a bigger brand. In, in this example we've been using of the mortgage broker is your, are you trying to mimic a big banking website or are you really using that personal approach and adding that personal touch so that people feel comfortable coming to you with exactly what it is you can do for them, what you can help them with. Uh, and that's going to make all the difference, I think. You, there's no reason for you to be mimicking these these big businesses with big channels because that's not who you are. There's a lot of uh, solopreneurs that, that listen to this program and small businesses. So, you know, keep in mind, you're different and that's a good thing. Right. Real estate agents do this all the time. I see it all over the country. I, I work very heavily in the real estate community and you get these agents that are so much fun. They're so knowledgeable. They're so great. Like, you know, you just totally dig them. And then you go to their website and it's a bunch of stock canned content like everybody else. It's like, why would I choose you? Right. Yeah. What makes you different? You, they all they all go into the same pot at that point. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And there are a lot of industries like that, you know, restaurants and you know, a lot of really large uh, local industries where there's many people who are competing for those same dollars amongst clients. And if you can make yourself, not make yourself unique, but be willing to be vulnerable enough to show your uniqueness and what makes you different, because that, that's something that stops people too, is, is it makes them feel vulnerable not to hold up that sort of professional screen to force everyone to look through. But if but if you're willing to drop that and just be you and be ready to help, I think that can make all the difference in uh, in your brand strategy. Well, yeah, because nobody's asking you to dance naked on a table. Yeah. We're asking you to tell us why we should choose you. 
Tell us what makes you unique. Tell us what makes you special. Tell us that when we come in to get our nails done that, you know, you're going to offer us a glass of water and the chairs will be set up so that five of us can get our nails done and all sit around across from each other. You know, that, you know, just the, you know, I go to this nail salon out here and everybody likes to go to that because instead of making all the chairs like ring the room where we all have to look at each other and keep our nose, like our knees together because we look weird looking up somebody else's skirt, <laughs> they move these chairs in little clusters so five or six girls can come in at a time and get their nails done and we can all look at each other and talk and they're you know a lot of the girls are working on our feet and stuff it's it becomes fun and then they give everybody a bottled water it doesn't cost anymore all they've done is move their chairs and handed me a 13 cent bottle of water for right. a 25 dollar you know pedicure but it's that one little thing and when we saw the ads on the site and they showed the little like like coffee cluster right, <laughs> kind right. of setup we're like well that looks fun so this nail company didn't do anything that extraordinary, just moved some chairs and handed a bottle of water. But the fact is, is it made it different. It made it fun. And it and it really identified what me, the consumer, wants when I go get my nails done with my girlfriends. We want right. to talk. Right. I just saw a news article uh, last week, I think it was, on one of the 24-hour news channels of a, a restaurant somewhere uh, mid-Atlantic mid to south. And it was a barbecue joint. You know, there are tons of barbecue joints all over the place, especially in the South. I'm sure there are a lot of, of barbecue places. But the one thing that was different about this place was that every day at noon, they play the Star Spangled Banner and everyone gets up and sings it. They stop everything that's going on. And for the people that that appeals to, that sort of, um, you know, American pride and, and who doesn't love barbecue, you know, it's, it's a real fun thing for the people in that area. And it makes them want to go to this particular barbecue restaurant than any other. And that's the only, the only thing that's unique about them is that they play the star spangled banner at noon and everyone gets up and sings it. It can be I something like really simple. Right. The Rocky Horror Picture Show of barbecue, but it's fun. Yeah, exactly. I would so, go. Yeah, I would too. Not to mention, I do love my barbecue. <laughs> well. <laughs> so, Sandra, how can people find you? Where Where can they look you up if they want some more help from you directly? Yeah, the easiest way is to just type in my name, Sandra Beck, S-A-N-D-R-A-B-E-C-K. You can go to SandraBeck.com. I'm all over the internet. I'm on all the social medias. And you just say hello and ask your question. And if I can help you, great. If not, you know, I'll maybe direct you in the place you can go. Because the one thing that's for sure out there is there are there is enough business for everybody today. I know people keep saying the economy is tough and, oh, my God, I can't, I can't, I can't. I have more work than I can keep up with. I've got more uh I've got 140 women that work with me. I've got a handful of ex-military guys that work for me. And, you know, if we all put our heads together, we can have more business. We can attract customers. And we got to get away from this belief set that we can't. You shouldn't go it alone. That's something that most small business owners, I hope, learn very quickly. Don't go it alone. You know, join yeah. your join your community because if we all row in the same direction, we're going to get where we want to go much faster. Sandra Beck, it has been an absolute pleasure meeting you today. Thank you for coming on Act Local Marketing. Thank you. Can I leave everybody with one small piece of advice when you develop your business? Yeah, I'd love to hear it. 
Sure. When I was developing my business, I stopped reading anything to do with the financial news. And Mm. I just went into my little home office. I had a bassinet on the floor. I had a playpen. I used to whip toys at my kids to keep them quiet, not to hit them, but for them to play with and, you know, keep them entertained. But I completely shut off all avenues of negativity. If somebody would come up to me and say, oh my God, Miss Beck, how are you going to do? Ah, And I'm like, see ya. You know, if they say, well, what are you going to do with? Ah, See ya. If they're like, did you hear the report that? Oh, see ya. I had to stay in that positive frame of mind. I had to do everything I could do to keep my belief forward that my company would succeed. And 10 years later, I've got an amazing corporation. I've been able to empower and help people and teach. And I got a radio show and book deals and all these wonderful things came from the simple thing is that I believed I could. So whether it's faith, whether it's your family, whether it's, you know, the uplifting media you want to read, but stay positive. (laughs) Sorry, excuse me. I was going to try not to sneeze, but stay positive. (laughs) remove all the naysayers, remove the negativity. If people aren't going to support you in what you're doing, don't tell them. Just hunker down, do it, keep focused, stay positive, and then the results will come. And that's, that's, you know, of all the things, Kaylin, that I learned over the last decade, raising my kids on my own, building my company, you know, going through all these different things that I've went through is that if you don't have a positive attitude and you don't put keys in place to keep yourself positive, if it's a massage, a manicure, a nap, you're done. Very well said. You're listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business. And you know at actlocalmarketing.com, you can always come back and search Sandra Beck, S-A-N-D-R-A-B-E-C-K. If you happen to be on the treadmill, in the car, someplace where you couldn't write some of these things down, You can search this particular episode, uh, listen to it again, and find any links that we mentioned during the podcast so that you can follow them quickly and easily. And uh, Sandra, like I said, it's been wonderful meeting you, and I'm glad you could take time for us today. Thank you. And uh, remember, every Tuesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern Time is when I release a new episode with wonderful guests like Sandra because uh, we're both interested, we're both invested in you being able to move your businesses at least one step further into prosperity. So until next time, I would very much like you to take care. Join Kaylin for more Marketing Madness each week on Act Local Marketing. It will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Act Local Marketing for Small Business goes live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern and can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and at actlocalmarketing.com. Have a question for Act Local? Email Kaylin at ask at actlocalmarketing.com. That's A-S-K at actlocalmarketing.com. And she may answer you right on air. Make sure to include your name and business website for a free shout out. Don't forget to tell your friends and colleagues about Act Local and leave Kaylin a review at the iTunes store. See you next time on Act Local Marketing for Small Business.